Welcome to Boiling Point, the podcast to motivate ever-evolving entrepreneurs and forward-thinking movement pioneers. Our hosts, filmmaker Greg Hemmings and executive coach Dave Vale, are turning up the heat in the world's business communities. Our interviews with entrepreneurs, thought leaders, and movement makers are raising the temperature of inspiration. Live from the hottest studio in this quadrant of the universe, here are Dave and Greg. Hey, Boiling Pointers. Thanks so much for tuning into this week's episode. Before we start, Dave and I want to let you know all about our Boiling Point process, online courses, live events, and masterminds. After interviewing hundreds of leaders, we've packaged a ton of knowledge together to serve up to you. Info that will help you and your company be heard in a very noisy marketplace. So visit www.boilingpointprocess.com and sign up for the email newsletter and we'll let you know when our next cohort or event is. Thanks also for supporting The Boiling Point by subscribing to us on iTunes and also leaving a rating for us. I love this picture of you guys oh, with Eric, your kids. Like, keep on speaking. But like, uh, before, uh, like, say some things. Yeah. Say, say some, some things, things. But like things. stuff. Uh, from I, from where I you're gonna sit. my manifesto? Yes. I yeah. would appreciate uh, hearing good. it for the fourth okay. time. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. The one that that's gonna magic. Is that a show. snack gonna, bag? Yes. A whole bunch of oh, you have the magical fruit wrap? No. No, it's just cellophane. I don't know what it is. You hate nature. The, the, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. It's uh, you know, we're we're trying to be completely carbon neutral here in this boiling point podcast, uh, Dave. Right. I don't think that's what you're getting. <laughs> I'm assuming that what you guys appreciate uh, is a lot of um, cup noises and like the opening and closing. That's cups. what we appreciate about you, Eric, cr- doing that. Of, of various <laughs> sounds. Well, guys, yeah, yeah. welcome. You already know. Okay, this is a receipt. This is my coffee receipt going uh, going. Um, welcome to the boiling point, uh, Dan and Eric. Uh, Dave, we're we're kind of getting into a new flow right here of of uh, bringing our guests in immediately, and I'm liking it. It's it's a different type of energy. Like, what do you mean? Like, we, bam, they're here. They're like, here. Like, we're, we're not doing any, uh, any preambles. No oh, preambles. I see. Oh, okay. well, but we've been kind of playing. I think with Dave that was reading your, your bio uh, when I was. No, uh, I was, I was actually right looking at this. Great, I was looking at this. Done, man. this I'll take one of those. Is that, is that the real one or the one I made up? <laughs> that, this could be either. Either yeah. one. I can read it to you, but let's not do that. Let's, yeah. let's have a good conversation. Perfect. Um, boiling point. Is this like you're going to slowly turn up the heat like we're well, frogs? You, you, well, you'd think. Yeah. Is that but it's, how this works? It's, it's effing freezing in here right now, if yeah. you haven't noticed. <laughs> and we've been in here all day, and I'm like, I don't like putting my, I don't like crossing my arms, but I've been doing it because I'm, my hands are frozen. I, I, I've been I, noticing I'm that. I got a question. We're all professionals here. <laughs> when you're talking to people. Generally, you know, we're talking about op- open yeah. communication, which yeah. is closed. Crosses. I like crossing my arms, but the same well, it's time, posture. It's good but, posture. You, know, you sit you know? there, but otherwise you stand there. It's like, what are you supposed to do with your arms? Like, just have them hanging? <laughs> like, you might just sit there. Look at me. Perfect example. I'm, I'm what do you mean, what are you supposed to do with your arms? <laughs> yes. right? Look at me. Flex the pecs. Flex the pecs. Flex the pecs. Exactly. Is there okay. any other question? Right. I always thought the kind of the, the arm <laughs> cradle. Is a kind of a, a nice middle point, but no, flexi packs works as well. No, the, the, especially the re- if you're at a flexi packs. Flexi packs funeral. So, so you know what you do, Eric? Is you you always bring the fun back in the funeral. I like that yes. about you. So, um, uh. th- there's something really exciting here, Dave. <laughs> is the the trend? We're t- we're talking about a lot of lot of f- uh, physical things here, the flexi packs yes. and whatnot. It's a master we, segue here. We master have segue. Watch two this. of Canada's most celebrated, most awarded um, chiropractic uh, practitioners in our uh, boiling point booth as we speak they know posture so when when, when we hear them talk about crossing the arms yeah like, you tell us what should we be doing and, and and tell us but also introduce yourselves 
Well, uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not ready for that. <laughs> Man, just hit I, us with the introduction I, I like that. I eh? think you're going to actually ask me that question. Uh, actually, you know, I had all sorts of complicated things ready for. Anyway, I've known Greg for a long time. Greg and I met uh, in 1985 can of games, and we've been through lots, including a treehouse and bearing transformers and all sorts wow, of shenanigans. Uh, and it's been it's been great. Uh, but I became a chiropractor in uh, 2004, graduated school, and came back to New Brunswick with my wife, uh, Marib, and, and we now have a beautiful daughter, Torn, uh, but this, she's uh, five years old. But I've been practicing for 15 years, and Dr. Dan here joined me in, in 2012, and, and he really helped to uh, accelerate uh, our growth, uh, and we're, we're really rolling now, uh, and, and hopefully we you can't be perfect, but we're doing things uh, in, as close to as, as we can get, um, and hopefully we'll just keep that, keep that going. But um, no, essentially, uh, I'm just a, a decent guy from St. John <laughs> uh, trying to do, try, trying to make his way in the world. So Jerry's out on that. Yeah. Yeah. So, so Dan, Dan and I were speaking before you came in, Eric, and I, I said these words. I said, Dan, where's Fro? And then he looked at me. He was like, Fro? Who? who? Yeah. And I was like, who? Oh, you don't know Eric? Is, yeah. So when we were younger, Eric actually had a lot of amazing I hair, did. I did. big curls. So he, we, we, big knew curls, many big years curls. As, as, as Fro and. Uh, yeah. And I cut it all off uh, for uh, <laughs> hair for cancer, and it never grew back. Uh, so I, I, I feel your pain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so I'm, but I'm, not Dan. Yeah. You, uh, for for a listening audience, Dan has long, luscious locks and a, and a beard like down to you know. Anyway, um, so I'm very beard. jealous. So guys, there's a lot. Um, there's a lot we could talk about. In fact. I feel we're going to need to bring you in more than once uh, because we only have 20 some odd minutes. But we, a few things I want to talk about is our million dollar pledge activity that you yep. guys are involved 100%. with. Yeah. But Dave, uh, I think you know a little bit about uh, Town Health, but their, yeah. fr- their, their visions of franchising <clears throat> and having different well, uh, and, models. And, and, and you guys are, you know, you're, I, as I understand it, spread throughout New Brunswick. Are you, have you moved beyond the borders or is that the plan? Um, or, I mean, and, and, and that in itself, by the way, is you know, well, well done. You oh know, yeah. Quite an yeah. accomplishment. No, we're, we, the whole thing is we, we have started a franchise and we went through a beta test with, with two different clinics, uh, all of which they're growing between 30 and 40% annually, which is nice. well above industry Jeez, averages. Well done. So we're really happy. So essentially when it came to this, it was important to get the ball rolling. Uh, and then we uh, create that beachhead and then make sure everything is working. Uh, essentially, the gist was uh, get it, make it sure it worked, make sure we could work with the bugs before going into other bigger markets. Okay. So what we're doing now uh, is have meetings in Toronto next week. Uh, we've got uh, discussions in Toronto, we've got discussions in Halifax. Uh, so those are our targets for 2020. And I think that we're, we're now, the needle has moved above 50% likelihood that that's going to go through. And, and so we're really excited. So we're not only bringing in uh, other clinics, we're actually bringing in private investors to help accelerate this this group because reality is uh, the, the markets are largely crested. Uh, you're lucky to get 3 or 4%. Um, but uh, with this, we are predicting, not, not just predicting, a hard numbers to prove it. Uh, no outside investing if, uh, with our program, uh, 6 to 15% return uh, because that's what clinics are doing. Clinics are doing 15 to 20%. Um, and so there's really very few opportunities to be able to do that. So I am selling a little bit here to the investment community. Well, it's it's a boutique investment yeah. opportunity, right? Yeah. Like it's it's one of those things that doesn't come along very often, especially structured the way that it is now. Yeah. So 
Yeah. yeah. So we can buy clinics, cool. bring them into the fold, and then that drives our downstream franchise. So we have to have good, strong uh, clinics to be training centers in these key markets. Uh, and so, you know, by trading off equity investment, the, the existing clinicians who are A-list personalities, these are all people that we're able to, uh, we rely on to develop those regions. And so it's a pretty exciting model. And, and so far, people are, are, are pretty keen on it. So let's, why don't we back up a bit and, and how is it that, I mean, what is it about what you're doing that's helping you grow, you know, at that 30% rate, um, annually, like, like town health doing something a little bit different maybe than a traditional practice would do Yeah, and what, and, and, and help, I, help listeners understand what that is. I think kind of the, the really strong point of what we've done is we've developed our clinics locally as, as very like culture driven, uh, and very, patient-centered. So, you know, from from my perspective and Eric's perspective, we demand that everybody who comes in to work with us is the top of their game when it comes to patient-centered care. And then between the two of us running the business, we focus on making sure that the people who work with us are in the best place that they can be. So I think it's kind of one of those like uh, good things fall downhill. I don't know if that's the expression. I think I think there's other oh, that, downhill that, that, expressions. That, that's but a nice one. That's, yeah. that's, that's <laughs> the one that we're gonna go with. So I, I think from that perspective, it's it's what is what is ha, what has allowed us to grow at the rate that we're growing. And the thing of it is, I, I was in the office today, and somebody, a patient, was checking out, and somebody said, "Wow, you take really good care of us." Hmm. And oh, that's I, nice, man. Yeah. It was really nice to hear. But all I all I thought at the same time was like, "You should be taken care of well." Right, like that's that's that should be standard in 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 kind of most industries, but particularly ours. And the fact that that person had maybe been somewhere where they weren't taken care of well was was kind of baffling to me. But you know what we take for granted is is apparently other people don't, which is which is cool. It's nice be, being human to yeah. your customers. Like yeah. Yeah. You, you you'd be surprised when you talk about the word culture. You think it's a fruitful word, but it's actually not one that's very routinely put into play in in most industries, at least not well. And so from us, from a technical standpoint, we we are able to bring people, we know where the holes are in traditional education. And and I've done some research in this area. And so we're able to as accelerate a new grad's clinical skills uh, quickly. And I like to say we get them to a five-year competency within six months. Uh, you know, hmm. And so we're able to accelerate that rather than just, because there are some significant holes traditional. Like, Greg, you don't do filmmaking like you did back in the Welland days, I'm, I'm assuming. Um, and coaching strategies change. As well, it's debatable. Yeah, kind of, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ask my team. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so uh, we, we, we take those uh, business clinical strategies. We really focus on becoming a thought leader in your community, getting out, be community-based grassroots organizations rather than just driving, say, advertising, uh, which, you know, yeah, it's helpful, but, you know, you, you, you need to be, you need to elevate yourself to, to be a representative of your profession. Uh, and so someone that people can trust. If you don't have credibility, you, you have nothing. So, yeah, it's something very important what you're saying there. And some of the stuff that uh, Dave and I, uh, we teach in our workshops, the Boiling Point Process Workshops, is that uh, speaking to and building your community is what you're talking about. So yeah. there's a there's many many um, uh, uh, chiropractors out there, and some of them may not have that drive to care or not know how or not have the personality to get out there. And unfortunately, in this noisy market, mm -hmm. if you're not out there, you know, doing stuff outside your core, like being involved with a million dollar pledge, for example, yeah. mm -hmm. or you know, getting out there giving free workshops or you know, whatever it is. Um, it's not going to work. And it feels like that's what you guys are doing. You're connecting into the community. 
people start to hear your name, right? And yeah. uh, and that goes a long way because all word of mouth. Uh, there's so much word of mouth. At word the end of, of the day, that's king, right? that, that's the king. That's yeah. what it eventually yeah. boils down to. And, ah, see what I just did? No, oh, good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, good. nailed yeah. it. Nailed it. So um, speaking of a community, one of the things I'm uh, uh, very proud of uh, Dave here for and very proud of the podcast because I, I keep on claiming, and I, I hope that he keeps on saying that it's true, that the podcast helped him come up with this brilliant idea of the of the million dollar pledge that you guys signed on. So you're now one of 13 companies that are pledging 10,000 bucks a mm. year for 10 years. Yeah, that was me. Yeah. That's amazing. Like that that, that's awesome. huge guys. So mm. um, I, if you don't mind, can we go there? Like what, Do when it. you and I talked about it, mm. Do that's it. a go big there. investment. That's it a is. lot of money. On the and surface. On the surface. So how, yeah, did, how did you present it to your team? And uh, has it hurt? You know what I mean? Like when I say hurt, like, you know, oh, 10 grand, I'm going to notice that. It's going to leave my bank account or, you know, like for a small business, sometimes I can. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I want to hear your experiences uh, in doing it and why you said yes yeah. to join May us. I? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. So I think you approached Eric and then Eric approached me. And at separate times, we had both thought about like trying to get involved in some more charitable work, but it's kind of like a really daunting uh, task, right? Mm, yeah. uh, especially like you hear stories of, you know, like different charities and, and like 99.9% .9 of all charitable donations end up going to the CEO and like, you know, like there's a very small trickle down. So Eric brought it to me and he goes, Dan, Greg came to me with this. What do you think about it? And I immediately said, like, I think that's amazing because, you know, we were we had talked about it before and he said, yeah, well, I'm really excited about it. And then when we brought it to the team, I think it was like, what, absolutely flawlessly uh, uh, it, was, it was it was unanimous. Yeah, unan that's yeah. the word. Yeah, unanimous yeah. Uh, uh, support. So then, when you guys kind of got into the details around it, uh, it was it's it structured so amazingly well. Uh, and did it hurt? No. No. no, 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 not not even not even a little no. bit. It, it well, it's the opposite of that, right? Yeah. Because you feel good. You feel good in knowing that it helped and like with the the metrics that the united way pulls in mm -hmm. and you you have that like you know because we're both really like evidence oriented people right like we like to see results uh results driven is like our slogan so like anything that shows and you don't get that with a lot of other kind of charity output uh so mm -hmm. yeah the ten thousand dollars this last year has been an absolute pittance compared to the benefit that it's done, right? Like, so cool. Yeah, the, the most amazing thing I found when we had that pitch meeting to our group, because everyone, what we want everyone to share, no matter if they're giving $10 a month or if they're giving uh, $200 a month, we want everyone to be a part of it. And so when we pitched it, we talked about, okay, here's the different elements to it. Um, is there a business case? There's obviously a philanthropic case. There, there's a social case. And when essentially the gist was, uh, everyone said, you know what? business case is irrelevant it's all hmm. this is just yeah. a good awesome. idea mm -hmm. and i'll tell you my my faith in humanity bubble wow, right up man. Like, wow this but you is know what great. that shows everything about the culture going back to culture that you guys have built as leaders yeah. like you've uh, um if they were working for a company that was led by uh, people that they didn't respect or that were our souls to them if you will yeah they wouldn't have put their hands up and said yeah we'll follow you in yeah. this decision right yeah how cool is that? Yeah, it's yeah. fantastic. And, it and cool. kudos Plus, to Dave for getting yeah. it started and, 
And and Greg for for inviting me. And yeah. inviting We've us. also fired everybody who didn't want to participate. <laughs> yeah, oh, exactly. Uh, just got yeah. out. Well, they're, they're Did not the, fit the well, policy. Or, or they're in the basement office. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No With windows. With the red stapler. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. But, but yeah. you know, you know what was cool is one of the uh, programs that we're all supporting through the Million Dollar Pledge is in uh, in an area that your that one of your clinics serves, I believe. Yeah. Um, yeah. Saint Stephen. Saint Stephen. And um, and it's an amazing program. And we we went down and checked it out, Greg and. I and some folks and one of your uh, colleagues came yeah, and yeah. it was it was so cool you know what I mean so I uh, mean she, she loved it too it was so cool she I forgot her name it's her, it's her, her name? community and she knew exactly. it right that's it yeah uh, Dr. Boyle Right. Boyle. Yeah. So, Boyle. Yeah. so it was really, so that was neat for, I don't th- I think for us, because you want to be exposed to, to, you know, it's really neat that you guys, um, too. It, sorry. I was going to say, did and, and I think, I think Zoe, as well? Yeah, Zoe was there too. Zoe, yeah, that's right. Two of the people there. Yeah. 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 So well represented, you know what I mean? And, uh, and obviously have the same values and, and, uh, and, and what's cool is, you know, it's, it's serving the community that you guys are serving as well, you know, in terms of the, the, the cause and that we've all as a group kind of collectively, you know, came around. And, and what's been really nice for us is as this is, as it's developed, it's like, uh, we're finding, as you guys have seen, companies are coming and saying, Hey, we want to be part of this. Right. So it's, we haven't really been pitching it anymore. No. You know, it's actually turned nice. around where we got, yeah. you know, like well, now you the cor- mass. And you got the core, the, the, the quarter club. Yeah. So for people who can't yeah. commit that much. Yeah. And I think that, that really should grow very rapidly. Oh, They're yeah. going to eclipse yeah. us. Uh, and which is, which is great, which is fine. Uh, but I'd, I'd really like to see some, some, uh, you know, some opportunities to, to, you know, kind of integrate a little bit yeah. with them and, yeah. and, and see that. So well, the, the neat thing is here we are. And Dave and I do this all the time on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're never talking about Hemings House being a great video company or uh, you know Vision being a great coaching choice. We're talking about stuff like this, right? And because this is stuff we care about. Mm. And this is kind of, again, what we're talking about with you guys <coughs> is showing up this way, speaking about the things you guys care about. And yes, throwing in the investment opportunity and uh, you know we, we could good, take good care of you, but you guys care about more than that. And Part of the uh, the boiling point way that we've been learning is the entrepreneurs that are rocking it out there, they're not talking about themselves. They're, they're, they're talking about all the other cool things that, that they're involved with or their communities involved with. So uh, kudos to you guys for jumping on, yeah. on that. But going back to the investment stuff yeah, I, did, I, I didn't re- realize that, that you guys were doing around but that's pretty neat like mm. how's that going so far well essentially it's uh, we're going uh, clinic by clinic and we're in, we're in the early stages of it uh but the uh, the interest is certainly there uh and once we have our first round of meetings it'll be really interesting <laughs> to see exactly kind of what what kind of the particulars are so we're not doing a round in in the respect that we're trying to sell part of our company we are actually uh, we're going to be hands off. Uh, so Town Health won't own the clinics, or if, if we do, it would be a very small portion. Be independently owned through another ownership group, uh, and we'll be managing through the fr- we'll be overseeing providing the strategic support through the franchising program. And that's sort of the license licensing. It. You're, you're, you're yes. essentially you're yes. licensing out your process and your brand. Yeah, exactly. Awesome. So we can find we've got four clinics that are interested in Toronto, so we can go <laughs> uh, say there's a, a organization or a group that wanted to buy. I say 20% of those those clicks uh, so they're going to get their the return 
the owners of those clinics are then going to oversee, uh, in part, the local uh, kind of governance of, of the uh, the franchise growth downstream. And so there'll be other townhouse solutions. So they'll get a piece of uh, the, <clears throat> the franchise fees and the royalties, and we're able to kind of oversee more of the strategic support side from, from this angle. But one thing I want to kind of identify is as we kind of grow out, uh, you know, whether we end up, you know, depending on whether we, we only go so far or we the door is off and we're in Shanghai and, and, and we're in Spain, uh, the head office is always going to stay in St. John. Uh, that's never going to change. And, you know, um, that that's really important for me to get out there that we've got some pretty big goals, but uh, we're always going to be a New Brunswick company nice. at, at its heart. Love that it. will never change. I, yeah. I think that's yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah. And, yeah, go ahead. I was just, I was going to dig into a different, well, I mean, it's connected to all this and I think the franchising approach, but... Um, you know, it's interesting when you hear, and I run across it in coaching. You'll have a, like a, like a, a any, a, just whatever the practitioner is, like a lawyer, dentist, you know, whatever it might be, thrust into the market with little or no knowledge of how, you know, very good at their at their at practitioner of whatever that skill is or whatever that art is, but not really, you know, no education on how do I build a business or a clinic. Mm-hmm. I find that so shocking. You know, that, that we'd be at this stage, in, you know, in 2019, and people are still, and, and you guys have found a way to accelerate that through through oh, your shoot. learning. Whoa. <laughs> you didn't listen to Don? Yeah. yeah. He's going to have your oh, head, man. Oh, that was my oh, phone. You're in trouble. That's one of the things that's, we that, recognize that at the- That's uh, the opportunity, isn't that's it? The that's the opportunity. That, that's, that's, one, that's a big ticket opportunity that we're able to provide that platform for. Because you, yeah. and, you, and so you've, and, and you're confident about- you know, a five-year uh, competency kind of development can be accelerated within six months. Well, the average the average uh, uh, first grade chiropractor coming out of school earns about twenty five thousand dollars. It's really quite pathetic. Really? Yeah. And how how much are our people making? What's the statistical average? Three times that much at a minimum, and I think our newest people are on track for four times. Yeah. Okay. So, so between seventy five and one hundred thousand. That's where it should be. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it's just crazy in this day and age where everything's so, so expensive, especially in cities like that too, right? Like, well, so right, that that would that would kill, you know. So what would they do? They would, I guess, they could become employed somewhere, or what would they? How would bartenders? They, like <laughs> they they then bar, they wait tables, they really? like a lot of chiropractors take second jobs. No, I shouldn't say that. Not a lot, but like it's not uncommon. They live it's on they thing. live on loans. They uh, they some people live at home. Like the first year and perhaps even two years are difficult for a lot of people. Like I know my first year was a learning curve. Yeah, right. Bet. I'm sure your first year was Big a learning time. curve. Big time. Right. And then because uh, you're on your own. Right, yeah. like, so, like, yeah. So, would the yeah. schools be? Are you guys talking to the schools? Like, would they be interested as you know, as graduates come out, you know, or they're just they don't have any? And Dan's shaking his head. Well, we we do it on our own. We, <laughs> don't we go, go up, there. Yeah, we go up every year. We do it on our own, right? Yeah, uh, the schools no are <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I get it. I get it. I get yeah. it. But no, we no, we, it's we go not like up that. And, and we have relationships yeah. with with people who are who are coming up through the through the program. 100%. So I'll, I'll give you a lot of people about uh, yeah. that, right? Yeah. We we go through the school and. And we've gone to practice opportunities a couple of years, which is like their their kind of like job fair, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like the 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 school's main purpose is to teach people how to be good doctors. Yeah. Right. So yeah. the the business part of it is secondary, which is. But like, here, here's the issue I have with that, and not with your those, no, no. not in, the, in your world. I'm, I'll speak to the you know. There's a, a great program I went through at um, Real Roads, and it does exactly that. It teaches people how to be, you know, excellent executive or leadership coaches, right? Um, 
But if you can't get into the market and then and hone your craft, then you're going to be stunted in your growth. And, you know, so you also got to know how to get out. And I mean, filmmaking, same thing. You can be the most creative person, but if you don't have uh, a platform and you don't have clients to do that, then who cares, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, not who cares, but, but I mean, it shouldn't be... It's rough, right? It's yeah, rough. Like, every, I, I every, just, everybody does I, it. It's I, rough. Totally. And then and then so the school's doing a good job of saying here, you know, these people are meeting these markers in terms of competency, and that's great. And then what we're seeing is a lot and I'm not picking on the school I went to or a, any other schools, but there's like the there's a there's all these, I think, brilliant coaches in the marketplace. I'll just pick on the coaching industry for a second, but not a lot are as busy as they could be. Mm-hmm. And so that they, they so, don't know how to so, market or make well, a business. And and no one's you know, and like yeah, and then that's not <clears throat> part of it, you know, and if you're internal and you're just going into some big organization where you already got a job, great. That's awesome. 100%, right? But I would say that's maybe the 10%. So what happens to the other 90%? And I just feel like it's a big missed opportunity for, you know, the business mm-hmm. community and all, you know, like mm-hmm. in, in the coaching world. But and it sounds like you guys, you guys are, are doing you guys are, opportunities to yeah. those people uh, and the, getting them right into the, into the entrepreneurship. So you, so you want anyone that's coming out of chiropractic school, you, you want them to, to hear about you and talk to you guys. Sure. Well, we have different groups uh, and I'll go through this really quickly, but you know, a number one, uh, a lot of people say, well, why would anyone, they assume you come out of school and you have all the tools to be successful in the way that we all have just ascertained is right. not the Case. These are people that haven't done it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like like investors and stuff wouldn't understand that. A hundred percent, hundred percent. But a lot of the groups that we're looking at, uh, so we got, I, I'm doubtful that we'll find a lot of new grads who will come out who will want to start their own business from scratch uh, in, in, in work with us, although we are certainly not against doing that by any stretch of the imagination. Most will work within other clinics and then springboard to either expanding those those clinics or or, or going from there. Okay. But a lot of the areas, a lot of places, it used to be that you used to be able to sell your clinics. You used to use the equity in your clinic as part of a mm. retirement package. No one is selling clinics. They can't sell clinics. The only people who can sell clinics are us. Uh, <laughs> and so because we got that figured out as well. Uh, because we recognize these opportunities. So we've actually literally had clinics given to us uh, and we've been able to use that uh, that to to generate opportunities for these new grads <coughs> so we're looking oh, at okay, for example new docs who are actually heading towards within five or ten years of retirement uh, recognize that the, their ability to liquidate their 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 blood sweat and tears uh, will be limited and so by coming in organizations with ours where we have uh, We've got groups of, of eager young doctors. We've got investors, and, and we've got a culture of success uh, that we we certainly are, are hopefully going to be able to support that. Uh, so that's one a- angle of, of people that we think we can bring in some pretty successful people uh, into the fray that it's going to help things along. So I think it's a shame that a we're not uh, new grads are not getting paid enough. It's not just in Cairo in, in physio they get paid thirty percent of the, so you you spend seventy dollars at a clinic. They're getting thirty percent of that. Yeah, they get twenty three uh, bucks. Yeah, they get twenty three dollars. That that that's that's not right. Um, at the same time, you should be able to sell your clinic at the as long as you've done everything right on the up and up. Uh, you should be able to do that. Um, and so we're trying to foster those those two ends and bookends uh, the profession to frankly uh, almost revolutionize hmm. it and make things better for everybody. What an interesting opportunity, eh? Like, yeah. and that's actually that's kind of a neat part of the conversation is is where those challenges and those friction points and, you know, the frustrations are, you know, it creates opportunities, right? Yeah. Well, what's our, what's our, our, uh, our, 
our thingamajigger there. What's our, our tagline? Thingamajigger. <laughs> results driven. Yeah. yeah. Results driven. I <laughs> <laughs> think I would know that. I think I would know that. Think of it. Here's the thing that we say all the yeah. time. Okay. Results driven. But, yeah. but the whole thing is is uh, <laughs> a big problem a lot of clinics do and a lot of businesses, they sell services. We sell solutions to problems. Uh, we could care less that Yo. you got X, Y, Z going on. So for the listening audience, um, I'm rolling the video now for our, our uh, upcoming takeaways here. Yeah. Yeah. And Dan thought it was a photo, yeah. and he gave a nice pose with a peace sign over Eric's uh, head. And uh, nice video. Not knowing yeah. his video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so we're going to take a still of that, and yeah, yeah. it'll be good. Totally, yeah, yeah. totally. So guys, like I said before, this needs to be a two-part conversation because... I want, it might be a year down the road, whenever you get into that this franchise model, I want to hear how, how it goes. Because our listeners- it's going, it's going really well, Greg. Oh, excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, I want to hear when you get your four clinics opened up in Toronto, yeah. how, how, how okay. it's rocking. Perfect. All right? Yeah. Well, uh, and I think what we want to learn are, um, you know, lessons learned along the way, because, you know, other people might want to model it, right? And um, it sounds like you guys are, are you know, have a, have a strategy, and, um, but- like this isn't a proven model. Like you have, you're not falling, you know, another breaking no. ground everywhere we go. Yeah. So you guys, you got, yeah. yeah. So you, you guys are, yeah. you guys are fighting. We've, we've, yeah, we've, uh, we've come ahead in a, in a couple areas and muled our way through another couple areas, yeah. but like, got it. It's been, uh, yeah, it's, been, it's so far so good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now it's time for the boiling point takeaways. Back to you guys. <laughs> You guys need your own podcast. Yes, Seriously. Yes. Actually, yes. you know yes. what? That's yes. actually yeah. we're, we're going to be doing that nine. for sure. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's happening. Okay. Well, you talk to Don. Uh, yeah. Up. He'll, uh, yes. <laughs> I was say, how much of this like like sound cushiony stuff does Don have? Like, because we could we could use some of this. I think you should just talk to Don and he can produce it for you. You don't have to get all these uh, microphones. How's that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's good. Yeah, <laughs> so still takeaways, so Dave. My takeaways are, if you move, oh, just, geez. Geez, he's, like, he's, he's, I, he's I, famous I, for putting this like right I've been here. annoying you today. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> gonna, <laughs> no, no, it's great, but I did it to you and you didn't like okay, it. Yeah, you yeah, said, yeah, wait, wait, I, I got it to you and you didn't it. like it. No, <laughs> it, was, it was a classic. It was classic. No, here's, here's like the interesting thing is, um, uh, I always like hearing, you know, kind of different um, sectors, seeing challenges, but but actually the way I'm hearing you guys is, you know, like this is a big challenge, but we got the solution here. Um, and because of the challenge, it creates opportunities. Yep. So it's, you know, it's it's always exciting to hear that. And um, and and I just, I mean, the other thing is the energy these guys bring is pretty funny. So that, I don't, and I'm, they're I, scheming, so I know they're scheming. And I'm, he I'm, said I'm, solution. I'm, that's our other tagline. Yes. That's our segue. I, yeah. And they are results driven. Results driven. Yes. <laughs> yes. So I would say, uh, as far as my takeaways, Dave, um, uh, first of all, it's it, it's great that my uh, my grade three uh, best friend uh, Eric here is doing so well, and uh, now I get to know Dan with the uh, luscious long locks. Uh, it's it's been uh, awesome to talk with you guys, but also what I really like is the fact that um, they've identified that this industry that they're in, the chiropractic industry, usually there's a, a ton of troubles when you get out of school and you don't know where to go, and uh, they are creating opportunities for. Uh, practitioners to become entrepreneurs and essentially creating a process uh, that is fast tracking people's careers, and I think that's that's pretty cool. Yeah, man. Okay. Mm. We're so, trying to we're trying to basically takeaways for you guys. Final final thoughts. You're yeah. trying to to, to add into what Greg was saying. Our 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 kind of overriding goal is to make a canvas for other people to paint on, 
right? With that type of mentality, if we can lay the groundwork for other people to excel, that's how companies grow. That's how good business is done, right? Like not feeding on the young and, and that type of thing, which is kind of common in a lot of professions, but by allowing them to excel and kind of leading from the front and, and, and kind of pushing them up the hill in front of us, that's, that's our goal, right? Yeah. And I'll just stick with five words, rising tides lift all boats. Uh, you'll never go wrong with that. And if you create an environment that people, uh, uh, everyone else is, uh, is culturally invested in everyone else's success, that's a very powerful entity. Uh, and, and hopefully we're well on our way to having that for, for everyone in our organization. Thanks, fellas. And beyond. Yep. Thanks for checking out this episode of Boiling Point. Remember to rate and subscribe to us on iTunes and follow us on Twitter at Boiling Point Pod. To see more from Dave Vale, check out leadershipunleashed.ca or visioncoachinginc.com. And on Twitter at Dave underscore Vale. And to catch up with Greg, Visit Hemmingshouse.com and at Greg Hemmings on Twitter. Thanks for listening and remember, keep that pot boiling. Connie Teeson, the host of Broadcast Dialogue, the podcast. We focus on Canada and the challenges facing Canadian radio and TV, as well as highlighting those moving the industry forward from podcasting and streaming to new broadcast tech. Check us out at broadcastdialogue.com or your favorite podcast app.